This is your boy, Heel Will Mahoney, and you're now turning up the heat right here on the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Big Gold Belt. Hello once again, it's your boy Heel Will Mahoney and we are back on the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast with a special Patreon exclusive of the series where we turn up the heat. Yes indeed, it is time for another flaming Hot Topic because things got hot this weekend oh, between NXT TakeOver and Survivor Series and one of my old friends, Mauro Ranallo, has been at the center of some definite attention between him and a co-worker, surprisingly, it has nothing to do with me. His good friend Corey Graves has apparently uh, ruffled some feathers and Morrow's gone into hiding and deleted his Twitter. And we're, we're going to break this down and give our thoughts on it here. We got two James with us, of course. Yo. Here on the big podcast. And Damian Salty G in the house, too, for this time, making his inaugural appearance on a flaming Hot Topic. Oh, what up, what up, Ed, and everybody. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch this happen because Will and myself have been in agreement uh, that Morrow needed to tone stuff down. And someone else beside us commented about it. And it's better you than us, Corey Graves. So thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> someone else taking the heat on this is, is, is a good feeling. And since it happened, I tell you, because the talk's been everywhere, everyone giving their two cents, everyone putting out these tweets, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't need to say nothing. I can just retweet other people's things. This, <laughs> I do not need to make it known because everyone knows what my thoughts on it were before. With just simply saying to tone it down, and that apparently being completely unacceptable. So. I don't know where, where to start. I guess we need to start with NXT TakeOver, which, you know, was its usual tremendous show. Morrow, as always, we know how Morrow is. He he gets very excited and very mm-hmm. into things and can really, you know, be over the top. It's probably a nice way of putting it. Well, let me let me ask you something's happening in the ring. Let me ask you a quick question, and, and maybe, Damien, this may even be directed to you. Now, I guys, I do not know totally your preference in um, music, mm-hmm. but I, I've i had something that's really been bothering me, and I've been waiting for this episode. I didn't know it was going to be this episode, but I've been waiting to really unleash this thought. And what's been bothering me is that the, the try-hard mentality. I really mm-hmm. hate it on mm-hmm. everything. And the reason why I'm correlating that with music is because Mar Ronaldo, who I think is a, a a fine gentleman, I think that his documentary was really good. I love his boxing commentary. But what I'm starting to get a little annoyed by is his pop culture reference. And the reason why I'm being bothered mm-hmm. by this is because, like, the fact of how he tries to overuse it, over-enforce it, it's starting to come off ingenuine to me. And when you become ingenuine to something especially the hip-hop culture, that, my friend, is what we call a culture vulture. 
just like Molly Cyrus. People like that. That comes in for the goods and out at the night for the bad. And I am not mad. I'm not afraid to say that at all because that culture is something that I was born into. Matter of fact, damn, you're from New York. So, yeah, absolutely. You know what this is all about. And so the fact that when I feel like somebody overdoes it, and and the Damien, you, you know, you know how New York slang is, and and um, obviously me and Will, we know how DC slang is. So if I was to always say "son" every moment, and y'all be tripping, and I just was just saying this for so much, you start to think like, are you really from DC? Because like even they don't even overuse it exactly. just that much. You're doing too much, mm-hmm. just a little too much. But mm-hmm. I'm just I'm. I'm starting to see more that it just seems to be a lot of that going on. And this really back some statement has really been resonating in my head to the point where it's like, yeah, absolutely operation do that. But yeah, c- continue on with the, the main the main point of, so of this show. It, let me be let me yeah, not yeah, devil's yeah, no. advocate. Let me just throw this question out regarding Moro's change in his approach from when he worked SmackDown originally. Then to NXT on the network, and now NXT on USA. Do we think at all that somewhere along the line, someone told him in the ear more pop culture references when we get to USA Network because of the demographic? But why? Why would USA Network be a catalyst for that? Like someone in the truck, like Kevin Dunn or someone whispering in their ears. Someone might have said more pop culture references to get the kids involved. I have my doubts. I have my doubts because it's because it's come across to me. This that's been one of my issues when I first started speaking up about it is that the pop culture references never felt natural. They always felt forced, and they came across to me as like the dude was sitting around like the week before a show and like preparing (laughs) for it and straight up coming up with these and Mm -hmm. writing them down and having them ready. And like the whole show, he's just chomping at the bit for like, now I get to make my hip hop reference when Bianca Belair is in the ring. And like, he's got it all prepared and ready to go. And it never comes across like something that naturally happened. It comes across as like a, almost like I'm going to straight up say it, like a planned spot. And every time he would do it, it always left me with that taste like he would say something, he dropped the line, and then it'd be like, did you see how clever I was there? Yeah. It just about it never felt gen- it never felt genuine to me. It felt forced. And it's that's the first thing I picked up on months ago. And there's Sunday, I mean, I said it was Saturday night. Saturday night, he was kind of on another level with it. He was really, I think, really hammering those. And it reminds me kind of a when Matt Stryker was doing commentary Ooh. and kind of got popular for a bit, it's like, I think some of these guys, when they kind of get popular and they start getting praise online, they start to believe their own hype. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think they're falling into. And I don't know. Let's, let's bring in Corey Graves here. Yeah. Let me, let me, let's drop the, the tweet that he put out November 23rd. So after the show goes down, Corey Graves put this up on his Twitter on November 23rd. It's still there if you're looking to see it at WWE Graves. And it simply just says, just for the record, guys, I know you wouldn't know it, but there's actually a WWE Hall of Famer and a former Ring of Honor champion on commentary. I'd imagine they'd have a lot to offer. And he hashtagged it NXT TakeOver War Games. He's referencing, obviously, Beth Phoenix, a WWE Hall of Famer, and Nigel McGuinness, former Ring of Honor champion. So that's the rest of the announced team that Morrow is out there with. And that one tweet blew things up. 
completely. Uh, so, okay. So, yeah, so go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Let's get some t- you guys' thoughts on a. Uh, I'll, I'll say quickly, and then Damien can have it. It's just that, yeah, it's, it's entirely true. You over talk <laughs> some people, and then you start to forget, like, oh, and even and even still, this is what I've been saying. You're talking so much. You try to use so many, so much of the pop pop uh, culture pop reference. Culture. If the other two don't know what you're talking about, Thank aren't you, you putting them in a predicament? You're not about to make Beth Phoenix listen to Lizzo. <laughs> Unless she does. (laughs) Yeah, unless she does, but still, do she care to connect that together? Is that her prerogative? And if it isn't, then you putting them in reference you putting them in positions when you make a reference, she's like, Well, what does that mean? Right. You know what I mean? That's that's where I'm at as a viewer. I'm at that point of some of the references, even if they're they're hip hop references, I'm kind of tilting my head at the screen saying, What? Who? So yeah. maybe it's because I've hit that age now where certain parts of hip hop escape me or certain references escape me. But I, I remember distinctly, it used to be a lot more subtle when he dropped them. It was maybe like one or two a show. Now I feel as if it's like three per match. And now it's getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying two champs, it's getting on my nerves to the point of stop trying to pander to the people who told you, yeah, drop more hip hop references, Moro. Yeah, drop more pop culture references. And to Graves' tweet, I will say this. Was he wrong to, to say what he said in public on Twitter? Honestly, I always say think before you hit send. Would I have sent that? No, but that's not how I would do things. I would do things man to man or in the DMs privately. Uh, Nigel and Beth. Now, I love Nigel. I actually think Nigel has a higher ceiling than most of the announcers because not because he's only not because he's just been a wrestler, but because he has the mind for wrestling. So he can put you in that Bobby Mm -hmm. the Brain Heenan heel mindset, but not pander to completely, completely just say, oh, I'm a heel announcer. So I'm just going to cheer for the bad guys all the time. What I don't maybe I'm struggling with this. And I want to preface this because I got into a couple of arguments with, 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 uh, with female listeners. Beth Phoenix is not good on commentary. She stumbles over her lines. <laughs> she sometimes feels flushed. She sometimes doesn't know where to jump in. And that might be a byproduct of working between the two of them, that's, between Nigel and Moro, because she doesn't know yeah, where she fits in yet. Very and, well could be the case. And that's true. And, and then with time, she'll get it. But, but I wouldn't let her have a lot of leeway not not if Moro's on a roll, but give at least Nigel some some extra airtime. Don't try to suck up all the all the air all the airspace on your pop culture references because Corey's right. If there's mm-hmm. if there is a match, a championship match, both of them know what it's like to be in a championship match. What it is when announcers go, Well, what were you feeling during this match? Or what were your thoughts going through this match? You could literally include two former world champions in the conversation. But no, we got to make a Lizzo reference. Mm-hmm. No, we got to make a Jeezy reference. No, we got to insert pop culture reference reference A into everything. And I love Moro. I love his boxing commentary. I loved him on SmackDown and when NXT he first joined NXT. But now it's getting on my nerves. And the 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 bigger issue for me as a mental health clinician, for those who don't know, my shoot job, my day job, is in the mental health nonprofit field. If if mental health is, it's important, yes. And you can't make fun of it. You shouldn't make fun of it. But if Moro's mental health concerns are this severe 
and a job putting him in the public eye, facing public criticism, makes him or mm -hmm. kind of triggers him to delete all social media. One, should you be on social media? Or two, should you really be in the public eye? That's yeah, my concern. Right. Exactly. Yeah, but, no, that's something that totally – that's what was getting me with this whole thing because there's so – Corey put that tweet out saying that. And, of course, he got jumped all over, and it seemed there is a very significant amount of people that seem to be treating anything regarding Morrow as you cannot critique him because he has mental health issues. You cannot say anything. He, mm -hmm. he gets a free pass. It doesn't matter. It, you can't say anything. He, he's, they're putting him up there as like being above critique. And that is just, to me, that's just an absurd idea, especially given what was said. I mean, heck, Corey didn't even name him by name. He didn't tag him. He didn't do anything of the sort. It, I mean, it pretty much he said what we were going back to saying before. It's like, if you can't even say, tone it down, right. you know, or just make some adjustments to what you're doing. And I go back to this, too. Listen to Morrow do boxing or MMA. He's not shoehorning all these references in he's he does a different approach he's dialed back he's doing things differently the nxt version of morrow is different it's a different creature entirely and it just it, i can't imagine it can't be worked on or adjusted but let to what uh damien just said i completely agree it's like if this is so severe that one tweet from Corey graves is going to make you go into hiding I think that speaks volumes and really should be concerning in a lot of ways. Yeah. It, uh, let's, let's, let's really shift to the other aspect of this. And you're talking about people calling him, calling him out, the confrontation really between him and Dave Meltzer now uh, with this. Also, too, it must be noted that um, Rusev had the ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate tweet for this situation when he, when he retweeted Corey Graves. And Corey, well, okay, so Corey Graves told, he said, at Dave Meltzer, you uninformed, false narrative pushing liar, my phone works, you're a journalist, right? You can find my number. And then Rusev retweeted it and retweeted, he said, he said something like, I'll help, or don't worry, and then he put a number. Just FYI, that number he posted was Mike Jones' <laughs> number. From the song, God. Yeah. It is just so fitting with everything that's happening that I was like, there's not going to get enough credit to this to this tweet, but of all the references and everything happening, that he listed my Jones number was absolutely amazing. But yes, just 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 to, to kind of wrap this, this this up a little bit, Dave Meltzer and him seem to be going back and forth with that. I don't even know what to think, to be honest. Like, I I I, I don't think I don't know I don't know. What, what did you guys think about the stance of their two arguments with this? I think why they is all this also public? Yeah. <laughs> like, why don't they really hit each well, yeah, other I think up that, that, at this that, point? That, yeah, I mean, that, that's definitely, I think, the one issue that I think people can take with is, like, why did Corey Graves go public with this issue and, you know, approach it in that manner? I think there is something that definitely can be said with, okay, you know, maybe he shouldn't have went public with his criticism. But at the same time, we don't know what the behind-the-scenes situation is. You know, we, maybe Beth Phoenix and uh, Nigel, maybe they've expressed some frustration behind the scenes to him. And he's like, well, you know, I'm not, they can't they can't say anything because they're on the team and I'm not directly involved with this. And I'm going to take the take the shot for him or something. Well, I don't know. But 
I guess the one thing you can be critiqued is, okay, maybe this wasn't the best way to go about it. Maybe it shouldn't have been done publicly, but how these announcer situations in WWE are handled, we, I don't think we really know. So there, there's a lot of like gray area here where it's like, okay, but I mean, once again, did is what Corey Graves said is it really that bad? Is it really that rough that, that that statement he made? Is it that is it really below the belt? I don't necessarily think it is. What do you guys I think? I think only taking it public made it a little eh, because we, you know, we get on professional athletes all the time for thinking, yeah. you know, tweeting before they really think or just putting their foot in their mouth on social media where you bring stuff up from 10 years ago on certain people. Mm-hmm. That is the only thing problem I had was him saying that. But I will say he is paid to watch matches and to make his critiques. That is part of his job. It's like the Stephen A. Smith thing and Skip Bayless's of the world. They get paid to be critical while watching television, watching the games that they're covering. Do I think he should have came at Moro even though it was indirect? I don't think so. Not because, not because it's unprofessional, but honestly, if you are dealing, and, and I hate to say it like this, but if you are dealing with someone who has a history of mental illness, who has been bullied, you don't know if this is a trigger. Like, I'm being honest here. You don't know if this is a trigger. So if you say this to someone indirectly, and then Frank Shamrock got involved, which is another another thing about, like, pretty much, you know, people not getting their ass beat on social media who, talk, who pop off, uh, <laughs> you know, which was funny. But I honestly think it speaking goes back. Speaking of bullying. Yeah, speaking of bullying. <laughs> But it goes back to what I said before about Moro. Like, look, I am the biggest mental health advocate in the world. I'm a counselor. I'm a therapist. I'm a coach. I work with these people with mental illness all the time. If you can't, if you can't stand at least a modicum of criticism without feeling like it's brought up something in you, maybe being on social media is not the best recipe for you. Yeah. And, and just to, and just to have no uh, really education on this too, I know when a major corporation such as Facebook slash Instagram says, "Hey, we're going to do something because we know what we're doing can ultimately feed the beast and yes. removing likes and stuff like that," obviously lets people know that the presence and acceptance of what people do on there means so much to people that's driving people the other way. Mm-hmm. So if you aren't able to sustain and operate it in a healthy in a in a healthy environment then you shouldn't period and everyone's own personal health is priority than their audience a hundred percent um quickly last thing i want to say that i'm definitely done is that um yeah seeing Corey grave and dave mel score each other is absolutely uh it's just been really entertaining to me it, i can't it'd be curious to see the both of them both having podcasts now <laughs> how do they continue to fire this up because no one's letting off of it um and as much as they claim to hate each other i think there's like a bromance happening that we're not talking about here <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah it's it's a little weird but like just to quote dave Meltzer's last tweet too he said now that we're on day three of this you could at least apologize tomorrow <laughs> Uh, show a slight bit of remorse, take down a tweet, all the above. When you mess someone up on your own team, don't think about yourself first, second, and last. And, and last, right. So, yep. 
But um, yeah, that's 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 just my stance on it. I just it's just it, and it's still unraveling, even though we're recording this now. There may be more. Like I said, the last the days, last take is later, and it's still going on. Mm-hmm. I expect to hear hell. We know either we know uh, Corey is not shy of saying slick stuff on commentary, like bringing up the Miles Garrett thing twice, which is a really sensitive thing if you ask me. Um. Especially the ramifications of the, the the last uh developments of that as well too. I wouldn't make any fun of it, especially on national TV. Uh, but yeah, the two of them having podcasts and obviously a big social media following. I still expect more of it to come out of it. But yeah, yeah, that's that's all I got for it. Any last words, Will? Before we get out of here. Yeah, I'm good. I think the question now is, uh, since we're recording this on Tuesday night, is if uh, Morrow shows up tomorrow night for NXT, since he didn't show up at Survivor Series, is uh, does Morrow show up in Florida at full sail tomorrow, or is uh, Morrow still going to be uh, missing in action? So mm-hmm. we'll know that within about 24 hours. So also, some of the, the, some of the dirt sheets right have now. said he's Morrow showing up. Would... Yeah. yeah. I think they said it on commentary, okay. too. Dave. Well, then we'll... And, also and too... that's a good sign. I hope I hope that's the case. Yeah, and I was going to say, also, too, Jamal said that at, when we were talking about a little bit of this in the group chat, should we be apologizing to JBL for, for everything that he took for this, considering um, that, you know, he, he he's... First of all, people have been saying that Marl also said JBL wasn't the fault, but JBL was really one of the first people that said that, you know, he should calm down a little bit on some of this, and then they completely hung that guy. Um, got him completely up out of there, and now it's more and more people are saying it. So no matter whatever way that you, you know, if you like the guy's style of commentary and so forth, my only last thing is that, God damn, can't why can't some of this just be done off of Twitter? Thank you. Call each other, people. Walk, meet, <laughs> meet each other in the back hall. You know, lunch break, whatever it may be. Do the, the, the back of the school yep. place. Do do it old school, man. Yep. Like let's help. Let's leave it. Let's leave it. Let's leave it like this as we r- wrap up another flaming hot topic. Handle your business like an adult. Handle it like a professional. You don't need to have all your dirty laundry out in public. It okay. gives us topics for flaming hot topic. But I mean, <laughs> you don't need to have it all out there. You don't need to have it all out there in everyone's business. But I don't know. Is that it, gentlemen? I think That's it is. It. I think we roasted mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. All it's right, nice. guys. Turn, well, until something else, uh, yeah. Until something else comes along that we gotta light up on here. It's another flaming hot topic, Patreon exclusive from your friends, the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We will talk to you soon. All I really-